0: Hi, everyone. You're listening to Candidly Laura, a daily podcast for adventure seekers and personal development junkies. Laura is a digital nomad who always tells it like she sees it. She loves talking about travel, entrepreneurship, dogs, and more. Take it away, Laura. Here we are. Six unexpected perks of living full-time In an Airbnb. Airbnbs, plural. This is the longest that I've ever lived in Airbnbs, consecutive, certainly. Um, I think the only other closest was when I was in Montreal for a month. And even then, I ended up unexpectedly having to switch Airbnbs halfway through. So it was only two weeks in one place and two weeks in another place. And um, that was a month. So now I am at... I think I'm at six. I'm at the start of week seven of being on the road. You guys, it's so weird. <laughs> so um, this morning, I was just thinking about a couple of things that were just really unexpected perks, and I wanted to share them with you because I think this idea of how to live differently is going to inform how I live when I sign a lease again or buy a house, or continue to live, you know, remotely going in and out of my car. So one thing that I was really present to yesterday, so this is number one, numero uno, was how much of a difference my relationship to heating and cooling my house is. (laughs) And this might be kind of silly, but... I am actually putting the temperature where I will be the most comfortable. And I don't have that sort of burden of considering how much that's going to cost. And that's with heat and air conditioning. And it is delightful to not care how much is going to cost to cool your house to a temperature that you want it to be or to heat it to a temperature you want to be? And I'm not being extravagant, certainly. But you know, especially with the price of everything going up and with how like this house is pretty big. It's bigger than any other house I've ever had to heat. Um, so it certainly it requires more energy, but it also heats and cools pretty fast. So. That's number 1. Having a new relationship with how I heat and cool my house and that it's not indicative of how much I'm going to have to spend has been delightful. And that led me to thinking about number 2, which is and I have noticed this since the beginning, but I am spending less money. Just blanket statement and I really realized how other than essentials, so like other than food and dog food and what I need to survive, I'm not spending very much money except for like if I go out to an excursion. And even though I wouldn't say I was like an excessive spender, but I was someone that was like, oh, yeah, I think I do want to buy a new shirt today or oh this rug in the computer room definitely could use an upgrade i'll buy a new one and that is not true <laughs> so <clears throat> other than what i need to replenish that isn't already in the house right like the only thing i've had to buy thus far is dishwasher pods like this house Comes already stocked with many of the things that you're going to need. Like there's already toilet paper, there's already paper towels, there's already trash bags. Like, yes, I may run out of some of those things, but I didn't need to buy them or bring them. They were just here and part of it. So I'm spending less on sort of household things. I'm spending less on not getting any material goods because I don't. I know that I don't need any clothes and I know that I'm not going to buy a rug. I honestly, though, I did think about it with this house because there's not a single spot of rug or carpet anywhere. And it's the dogs don't love the hardwood floors. But anyway, I did not buy a rug. (laughs) I thought about it. But how that translates for me was that I then am way less hesitant to buy more extravagant things like i There was no question that I was going to buy a ticket to Lady Gaga, even though it was kind of expensive. So when I started making my budgets, this is geeky me. I sort of project out several months in advance, looking at my money, looking at how much I was going to spend on Airbnbs. And I I don't track like day by day, week by week, how much I'm spending to live. But I do sort of give it a blanket line of how much roughly i generally spend every month and i did increase it for when i was going to start nomading and being on the road because i i thought that it was going to be more expensive and certainly there are some things that are more expensive like i know i'm spending more on food than i would if i were at home because i i'm not buying as much in bulk i'm taking more trips to the grocery store but I've actually could have reduced my sort of general living budget because I'm not spending as much. There's less sort of material things happening. So that's number two. Number three is a great unexpected perk is getting to play around with new kitchen gadgets. And both this last place and this place, um, even if it's just like a slightly different toaster that has different options, like it's still... That's still strangely satisfying. So, here there's actually an espresso machine, which I had had before in one of my Montreal Airbnbs, and I've had before um, at an Airbnb in Ireland. So, like, I've had experience of being able to have an espresso on demand it's pretty good, but not like super often. And it's exceedingly nice to make an Americano in the afternoon if you just want a little extra, something, something. So kitchen gadgets that you don't have to own and you just get to play with while you're here. Number four is having a different physical landscape. And this is probably pretty specific for me, but it may be for you is with this house being on a couple of different levels, my knees are definitely gaining more strength, which after having surgery last year is really helpful And there is no bathroom on the main floor where I spend probably most of my time. So (laughs) I'm also just getting some more daily steps. The backyard is also a different terrain that involves like a decent amount of incline and decline, which is really great for my knees and my leg strength. So having just a different physical landscape and a different house layout for me has meant more just sort of general daily steps just because I'm moving more and, um, and means I'm going up and down the stairs a lot because I'm also trying to get my water intake. So a new physical landscape was a great unexpected perk, This was something I didn't even think about until I looked at my credit card statement yesterday. So this is number five. And that is I have in my Airbnb account, the payment account is a credit card. And it's actually my Costco credit card. And I didn't even realize how even just that percentage back accumulate so quickly when it's basically like your rent is going on there and getting paid off. So the charges of putting it on my credit card is well worth it because I'm paying it off as soon as as soon as soon I put it on. But it's just a lot of perks on my card to be able to put those purchases on the cart. And I'm sure I probably because I was paying my rent via PayPal. I'm sure I probably could have figured out how to still put it on a credit card that got perks, but PayPal also charges you a bit for credit card transactions. So an Airbnb doesn't like Airbnb doesn't care how you pay as long as you pay the debit or credit. So that was an unexpected perk was how much of um, cash back I have accrued. And especially because I paid for these first four Airbnb is kind of right away. So it was a decent chunk of change that went on there and then a nice kickback. So that was nice. And then number six is a little more ethereal. And I haven't quite been able to completely articulate, though this morning I did some journaling on it to see if I I could get some more human words to it. And that is just a feeling of being less encumbered, less tied down. It's like a, there is an amount of freedom. And part of that freedom, I think is because I'm in a different spot. And even after now being here for three weeks and being at the other one for four, it's, it's still new. It's still creating slightly different routines. It's still looking for different trails And it's also just being surrounded by less things in the house. So my clothes are maybe a load or two maximum if I were to wear them all in a week and get them all dirty and they all needed to be washed. So there's less clothes to be washed to be done. There's less to clean up because I don't have as much stuff with me. I can't make as much of a mess, though. I'm making plenty of a mess in the kitchen because I'm cooking more. But that also means there's less food that's being wasted or less food that's just like in a cupboard staring at you. And I don't think we give enough sort of thought to the things that are just around that sort of weigh down our lives and the feeling just generally of having less things around me makes it also feel like I have more time for other things. And it's a weird kind of it feels like a kind of freedom. And especially for me as I'm I'm 5 months into having my sort of corporate America e-job even though it's an it's not quite because I don't work like nine to five. I work, get my projects done and go to the meetings I need to. But as I look at crafting my days, my mornings, my after work, my weekends, there is just a different sense of freedom when there isn't as much sort of to be done. Um, I'm going to keep thinking about how else to articulate that. But that's just sort of like a, a an unexpected perk definitely was the feeling of uh, material, and a chore, I guess, a lack of chore freedom, if that makes any sense. <laughs> okay. So those are my six unexpected perks of living in Airbnbs. Uh, certainly after seven weeks, six weeks, I don't even know. Um, so I'll, I'm going to mark in my calendar a time to look at this list again, just to see if if they're the same in in two more months, Um, because I'll be interested to see if I come up with new ones or if some of these drop off and are like, they're no longer perks. I hate it. (laughs) All right. Have a great day, y'all. Talk to you soon.